Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for my friends at the Amish Inquisition. Testing. <laughs> Hello, welcome. It's Armist Inquisition time yet again. Episode 102. 102. By Tutatis. Have we made it to 102? Um, why? I think it's swearing off women. It's swearing off women? Yeah. What's that even mean? N- not allowing women in your life. Oh, do you not have any women in your life? No. Okay. Okay, I hope your wife doesn't hear that. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have ears. Good. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that like, uh, is she like one of the X-Men? Yeah. What's her special ability? It's X-People. X-People, sorry. Mm-hmm. What's, her, what's her special ability? Um, not listening to anything that I say. Right. <laughs> Niche. Mm-hmm. Niche. Mm-hmm. But a, a superpower nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Eminently useful in your household. Well, yeah, because I do... the chances? I do witter on. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. fair enough. I do tell her to do things, and she just ignores me. Oh, I'd ignore you. <laughs> yeah, but we've known each other for a longer time. Anyway, I'm Amish Phil. Amish Matt is here. No Amish Ben this week. No, he's not had a motorcycle accident. Um, Commander Skywalker went out for patrol, and he hasn't checked in yet. No. Uh, so Amish Ben threw a bitch fit and said... I'm going to go find my friend. Yeah. And he said something about it smelling worse on the inside. I told him his tauntaun would freeze before he reached the first marker. <laughs> and then he said something about telling me to go in hell. I'll see you in hell, whatever. Fucked off. See you in hell. Yeah, so good luck finding him. Isn't it strange how heaven and hell exists in Star Wars? Meh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah, I suppose it is, really. Mm. Because it's you think it's unique to humans. Well, this universe, <laughs> <laughs> not the Star Wars universe. Yeah, is there no such thing as heaven in the multiverse? Well, that's you're going somewhere else now. That's Marvel, isn't it? The multiverse. One string theory, isn't it? No, that's that's real life. <laughs> what? So do you think? Well, all right. So maybe um, the Jedi would have a different uh, version of heaven. It's just, um, yeah. it's funny that he uses the same words, heaven and hell. Exactly, yeah, and they have the same language. Yeah. Really, it should be subtitled, shouldn't it? It should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been like Nirvana for the Vikings, wouldn't it? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it should have been whatever, mm-hmm. um, where's he from? Coruscant, Coruscant mm-hmm. Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Whatever the deity, you know, the, uh, the afterlife is on Coruscant. Yeah. Anyway, that's where he is. Okay. <laughs> At least we talked that. Uh, yeah. 
Um, we've only got one correction this week. One? We've only got one thing wrong. Well, either we've only got one thing wrong, or... We, What's that? People, one thing, one thing wrong. One thing wrong. <laughs> Sounds like a Chinese detective. Yeah. Uh, people don't haven't emailed in any more than one. There's only one person who emails in corrections, isn't there? No. No? No. We, have, we usually have multiple corrections. Oh, right, okay. You need to email thearmistinquisition at gmail.com with your corrections. Do we still do it and still do the jingle or what? Um, well, there's only two of us, so we might as well kill some time. Yeah, good idea. The City in Don't Look Now, the movie. What's Don't Look Now? It's a movie. Yeah, but what, what's the movie? I don't remember that. Um, Eamon brought a poster oh, last week. Oh, right, okay. And it had a backdrop of the city. And uh, we were saying, where is that? What city is that? And I went, oh, it's like Istanbul. It wasn't, it's Venice. Ugh. It was Venice. Thank you, Aaron, for your correction. At least you remember to... You know, correct us. Correct us this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there must have been more, but you know, no, there wasn't. <laughs> Better to be what is it? Oblivious than a fool. <laughs> <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. What was it? Bush said, <laughs> "Fool me twice." I'm still ashamed. <laughs> God, it I'm, did. was a famous he, gaff, wasn't he only it? He had to talk round it, didn't he? And make it into his own saying. Mm. Fucking hell, scenes in Westminster this week, PMQs, did you see? Um, remind me, I might have. Um, Diane Abbott, debut. Oh no, what? Did she do the questions? Um, Bojo the Clown wasn't there, mm-hmm. um, so it was Dominic Raab, mm-hmm. who I think is uh, form sec- Foreign Secretary. God, that was a nasty static thing. That was the fridge kicking in. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. Dominic Raab mm-hmm. was taking the PM's place. Right. And Jeremy Corbyn was on his allotment or something, so he couldn't be there. Mm. So Diane Abbott made a debut. Oh, God. First black member of parliament at the dispatch box. Right. So that's first. Okay. Uh, didn't go great. No. Yeah, you could, you could probably pick anybody else and they'd be better. Um, the whole point of Prime Minister's questions is asking the questions, and when she started, she forgot to ask a question. Diana Burt. Mr. Speaker, yesterday marked the start of Black History Month, so I will begin by paying tribute to a young woman already making history this month. Dina Asher Smith became the first Mm. British woman in 36 years to win a sprint medal when she won silver at the 100 metres in Doha. Tonight, she's aiming to go one better in the 200 metres, and I'm sure the whole house will wish her well. And she sits down. Hang on. Got to ask a question. Yeah. I think that was a preface to a question. 
Speaker helps her out. Mr. Speaker, if I may continue on into <laughs> Wild. I think she was nervous, wasn't she? Definitely. I don't. I don't blame her for being nervous. No. Uh, then at the end, they get six questions. The leader of the opposition. Right. It's thrown around the house, yes, but yes, the, yes. the leader of the opposition gets six questions. Right. Okay. And uh, she tried to get one extra. <laughs> the women on FTSE 100 boards and the gender pay gap at a record lower, lower than under the last Labour government. Order! Order! No! Order! She stands order, up. Order! Order! Uh, order! <laughs> I believe I'm right in saying that the Shadow Home Secretary has had her six questions. So. Oh. There will be more! Margot James! A bit, it was a bit embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... I think this is the thing. My wife has talked to me about this, and she gets the feeling that she's one of these people that's kind of... <laughs> got to where she is by like being <coughs> able to play the role but actually doesn't put the work in play what role a politician lots of people do it apparently you know that's how you get successful is it's not necessarily the best people who get promoted to be a manager based on you know what you do how you work and all the rest of it it's a, it's who's best at playing the role of a manager basically who gets the job so it's like acting. Yeah, basically. Taking on a role, yeah. Wow, you think they'd be judged by performance. Yeah, about personality and things like that more than anything else. Wow. She's... I'm, I might be right in thinking she was the first female black MP. I and I think she's one of the longest serving. She's been around for ages, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I she think was maybe she, nearly 30 years. She was around under Blair, wasn't she? Mm, longer than that, yeah. So, yeah, that's 20 years, isn't it? Yeah. More than 20 years. Um, there was another couple of highlights from PMQs. Are we moving on? Uh, we can go back to it. Well, I've, I've just got a few things on PMQs that oh. I picked out. Okay, go on. Our favourite member of parliament from Wellingborough got a question. Mr. Peter Bone! <laughs> <laughs> Why does he do that? It's just... Mr. Peter Bone! <laughs> it's just unnecessary, isn't it? But I love it. Yeah. And uh, the final highlight, now this is something you really have to listen for. I've heard this several times <coughs> during um, questions at Westminster. Mm. And it's the mask of our reptilian overlords slipping. Oh, right. Have you heard this? Yeah, go on. The people, the, you know, these shape-shifting reptiles that rules all. Well, the, uh, what's his name who did, who was it that came up with that? David Icke. David Icke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And every now and again, you can just hear the mask <laughs> <laughs> the mask slip, but you've got to listen really carefully for it. Listen. I've set out the position of why the government doesn't systematically uh, bail out or step in to prop, in, uh, prop up firms which are unsustainable. <laughs> Did you hear that? I've set out the position of why the government doesn't systematically uh, bail out or step in to prop, in, uh, prop up firms which are unsustainable. <laughs> They're all kind of creature noises, though, aren't they? When they go into the... Uh... When you all start debating and stuff, everyone goes, blah, 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 all the time, isn't it? A lot of, lot of bovine yes. sounds coming out of them. Yeah, it's that kind of weird... That's the fridge again. Weird um, etiquette, almost, isn't it, of, of the house and how they all talk to each other and they all shout over each other and make stupid noises. Mm. Oh, dear! Oh, dear! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, know. Well, imagine... Well, 
how you know there's the conservatives and well, every politician goes on about behavior in classrooms and stuff so if we if children in school were behaving like that in a classroom in a debate or not even a debate if a teacher was asking questions going order shut up class nine mm. so you know the countdown from five in primary school five with the hand in the air well like hitler <laughs> Five, mm-hmm. four, three, and then the kids have to be quiet before it. What happens when it gets to zero? Do they just go fucking ape shit? So <laughs> yeah. get the cane out. Mm. Don't know. Never been tested. Corporal. <laughs> Do you know I was I was thinking about um corporal punishment the other mm. day. And then it, I just realised it was corporal. Like your body. Right. <laughs> Physical punishment. <laughs> Not corporal punishment, like the <laughs> That's Sergeant Punishment. <laughs> Judge Dread. I just said it, you know, without thinking about the word, and then it just dawned on me. Oh. Corporal. Yeah, corporal. Because it's normally spelled, it's normally pronounced corporal, isn't it? Exactly, like yeah. corporal form or whatever, yeah. yeah it should got, be corporal punishment. It's got a different sort of... An enunciation yeah. than corporal, the rank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it just goes to show, you can be 36 and still learning, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, nearly 37. Topical, though, you bring up corporal punishment. Can you see what's happened in Scotland? Yes, they banned smacking, didn't they? Yes. Has it actually happened yet? Yeah. Did it go through? I knew it was it's going through. through. It's not being implemented till next year. Right. Because obviously they have to... Get all the smacks out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right, parents, get your last smacks in. Last yeah. one on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's not something... You, I, I don't think I've ever seen it yet. I don't... On the playground or whatever. Well, no, it tends to be done in the privacy of your home these days, isn't it? A good smack. I think some kids get smacked round, as they? Do they? Oh, yeah. I've never seen any. I've not seen a child. In fact, I did, actually. I was, there was a, when I was going to nursery. I think it might have been someone's grandma, and they were walking the kids home, and she grabbed one of them and went, give it a good slap on the arse. Really? And I was shocked. I was taken aback. I thought... Except my acting was better. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. oh no, I know what it was. It was that. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? That was it. Was That's, that the guilt? Well, she saw me. She obviously thought there was no one around. Was she watching? Going, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All Star Wars. <laughs> oh fuck. Um. No. So but basically when she didn't realise I was there and then she looked up and saw me, you know, that kind of startle. Oh, oh shit. Someone <laughs> saw. It was like loads of cars driving past and stuff. She gave him a good whack though. And that's, really? the, that's the first time I've seen someone get smacked for <gasps> years. Except like primary school when, you got, when that teacher used to smack people over the head with a hymn book. Mm. Um, and myself, obviously, as a child. I thought... Is it a case <laughs> that you can hit them as long as you don't leave a mark? Um, is that a thing? Well, no, because what you could do then is you could wear a boxing glove and punch them in the stomach so mm. they don't bruise. It's still bruise? Not necessarily. Fucking damn right. No. Spongy kid? Mm. I don't know. Is that not a thing? Is that not the rule in this country? I don't know. I always thought if you were leaving marks on your kids, then you're asking to get 
social social services and all that called on you, aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm sure if you had, they had like finger marks and. But the thing is, is, um, I was th- I've been throwing my son around his bedroom quite a lot this afternoon. What by the ankles? Ankles, face, um, in, shoulders in play. Yeah, or just as discipline. <laughs> <laughs> well, disciplining play. Yeah, right. Playing. So, but it, there's potential there, isn't it? If I'm swinging him around or if I grab him too hard, I could leave marks on him, couldn't I? And that could be misinterpreted, is what I mean. Yeah. It's like grabbing and. I suppose I don't know. I don't know. Because it's never. I wonder what the legal standpoint is in this country then. Because obviously you can f- physically discipline. Well, there's. Is it maybe a reasonable force thing? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I think it just, is. Just enough to shock them out of it. I think if you, yeah, you're allowed to use physical discipline, providing it's reasonable, I would say. When all the child protection kind of training I've been on, when like doctors come in and they talk about like children and when they've been, there's, apparently there's certain types of marks and bruises and injuries that aren't asso- asso- generally Excuse me. associated with... Um, Accidents, accidental falls, things like that. And that's what they look out for, apparently. Warning signs. Yeah. Kid kid comes to school in a neck brace. (laughs) (laughs) Get on the phone. Probably not been, probably an accident, a neck brace. Yeah. Broken arms and, well, horrible things, isn't there, that you hear about? I don't know. Do you think it should be illegal in this country like they've done in Scotland? I don't know. I think, I don't think I've ever smacked my son. Just violently shaken. Yeah. (laughs) He's got up in his face and shouted. (laughs) His Um, grill. Yeah, in his grill. Shouted in his face, sprayed him with some spit. Um, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? I think the thing is, is it's, it's almost, it's almost nanny state in it again, isn't it? And, um, n- not allowing you to making it, I suppose, illegal, so that people, so there's that def- definitive line that you just can't cross for people who can't, you know, just give them a little, just a small smack with a slipper. No, we can't use physical discipline. Yeah. So it's just all mind games now. So part of it's yeah, part of it's state overreach. You think. Is it on, on the downside? Maybe. But the other thing as well is that emotion, without, if you don't have that physical punishment, then the emotional stuff is, again, from, as a child protection training stuff I've been on, it can be far worse in some ways than physical abuse. Emotional abuse, yeah. And it's one. virtually impossible to remove a child from a family who's been emotionally abused. Really? Yeah, because there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and it's it's hard. You can't prove it because it's all done away from them. I can see where you're coming from. It's like one small smack. Mm. You know, it stings for thirty seconds, but there's no permanent damage done. But with emotional, um, not atrocities, abuse. Yeah, they could you could scar them for life. Yeah, you fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, and they could actually need professional help to get around it. Exactly. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I think part of the pro argument is it's trying to give children the same rights as adults. Not adults, though, are they? That's what I think, yeah. You know, 
We don't let them vote, do we? No, because they're stupid. Yes. Yeah. Another th- fundamental thing is like, who owns your kids? I own them. Yes, you do. And I own mine. The state doesn't. Mm-hmm. So it's a funny one. Um, and I'll smack them if I want to. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I think it just, it, 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 until it draws that line, crosses that line into abuse, and then that's where the protections have to come in. And then the other thing then is like, um, if you ch- if that a child in Scotland then comes into school or wherever and reports to a responsible adult, you know, someone in authority, Teacher, yeah. that my mummy's smacking me, do they then have to open up a fucking child protection? I imagine they will, won't they? Yeah, they'll have to. And p- presumably the police could get involved because it would be against the law now. Yeah. So like when my niece went into school and said, my daddy smacks me when I'm naughty. Really? <laughs> yeah. Your brother? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Might not be. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a fine line, but I, I'm sort of against it. I think the uh, legal illegalizing, illegalizing smacking. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's just a, a little step too far. Mm. I think um, I think one of the other positives they said they, that um, came out of it, where it's been done in other countries, is that parents have been more likely to go and seek advice or help from other things to deal with the issues. <laughs> Oh, because right. smacking smack- was off the table. Yes. It was forced. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Seek professional advice. We have to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see how I'm feeling. I think normally, I can normally. In fact, actually, over the last few weeks, he's been awful, his <laughs> behaviour. But normally, I can talk to him and talk him down mm. without having to, you know. I gave up on the naughty step because he started started asking to be sent there. Really? Why? <laughs> Are you going to send me to the naughty step now? I started playing mind games with me. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Yeah. I went, oh, you're fucking sod. Is that because he, did he like going on the naughty he step? He enjoyed, started to enjoy the, the naughty solitude. St- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fortress of solitude. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, wow. um, he eventually went. Finally, but a piece of fucking quiet. <laughs> he started saying, um, <laughs> When he'd been naughty mm-hmm. and he could say, and you know, he was telling that I was starting to get wound up by him. He'd go, we're well, going to send me on the naughty step now and laugh at me. Really? It was like, this is a while ago. He's only three and a half now. Oh my God. So, you know, he still, he was fucking me over at mm-hmm. two, two and a half. So what tactic, what, how did you change tactics when the naughty step was? Well, smacking, smacking's not illegal in England, is it? Right. No. Um, I don't know. What have we? What bribery. Else? Bribery. Yeah, we bribe him a lot. Chocolate. Is is that the number one bribe? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes, but now we're moving towards the rewards charts now. Yeah. And then he, if he does, if he's good, you get a little star sticker on a, a sticker, on a and chart, then yeah. at the end of the week or day, he might he gets you get a, dessert. <laughs> you get your just desserts. <laughs> he gets a. Uh, what are they called Milky Way stars? Like little right, tiny yeah. chocolates. Magic stars. Magic stars, that's it. Throwing stars. Yeah, he gets a ninja star <laughs> to throw at his brother. Oh, he gets a packet of them. Not a packet. <laughs> For being good all week. No, not a packet. What a sham deal. What's They're massive. Get? It's a family. It's a grab bag or whatever they are called. 
gets a grab back. So he gets if he gets like one at the end of the day, the tiny stars. All right, all right. You do a daily reward. I think so. Yeah. Now, because it's probably right for his age. This is this is for pants wetting though, mm. and also being a good boy. Oh, one thing that we use it at, at the moment, which is good, because it's coming up to Christmas now. We're only a hundred days away. Yeah. Um, is you have you seen the app? You can phone uh, Father Christmas. Yeah. So get personalized message, and where uh, we talk to him. And he's like, and he absolutely blew his mind this morning when he was having a meltdown. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And you can, have you seen the uh, track Santa with the NORAD? Oh, yeah. NORAD? Yes. We do that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've got to start planning my deckies. Loads to replace this year. I had Where to throw you... out two cherry bushes and two cherry trees last year. Go to the range. They had some good stuff yesterday. They had a parachuting Santa. Uh, JTF have, have some deals usually. Mm. And CPC. CBC for the, the value, usually. The value. I'm going to get a Christmas tree arch for over at front door this year. I nice. Think. Um, I'm not going to add, add to the animal collection. No, because I've got plumbing two bushes and two trees to replace. So I need to replace them. Okay. Something similar. Um, I got three animals last year. I got the, the fox, the owl and the, uh, the robins last year. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think we need any more animals this year. Mm. I think just the arch with some fairy lights strung around and uh, replace the trees around the edge of the garden. Did you go to the one in Cotton last year? Oh, yeah, yeah. Took the kids. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that. You My son was, box. was terrified of the uh, the sand he pressed the button on. And we went to the range, he had those as well. Yeah. And he was terrified of them there. So I hit him. Right. Yeah. That's a good bribery technique. Mm. I've started binning toys Yes, that's what my wife does a lot, actually. You just reminded me. Mm, She's much it? better at um, threatening things. Following through, you mean? Just threatening things. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been in the... But this is in the bin. That's what she says. And to she goes, you. No, How about your P no. PS4? I don't, yeah, put it in the bin. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, she has bin some toys then. She hasn't actually bin... She, oh, right. She pretends to bin them. Do you actually bin them? I've binned uh, a couple of things, yeah. Oh, I don't fuck. Don't fuck. What have you thrown away? Um, On holiday. You know, when you go to uh, caravan parks. Yes. When you go into these all-in-one caravan parks where they got a pool and bars and restaurants and all the rest of it, mm -hmm. they usually have um, a video game slot machine area. Okay. And it's like a mini black pool <laughs> and it's carpeted and there's the 10p pushes, yes. 2p pushes, and then there's video games and uh, all sorts of different games where, where it's like... A, Oh, like um, chucking uh, balls at cans, <laughs> <laughs> knocking the cans down. What do you call it? One-eyed Willy. What's it called? Two-car Monty. No. We Coconut shy. <laughs> oh, there's, uh, you know, we throw a, <laughs> a beanbag at um, <laughs> something. <laughs> Carnival games. I know what they are. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I didn't, I just, you know, they know what they're called. Carnival games. You, you get tickets mm -hmm. as a prize. Right, and then you can Rather go and win money. You, so you need to get 10,000 tickets for a shit toy. For a shit one pound blue machine gun. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I bin that. Why did you bin it? What happened? Because I threatened them because they weren't behaving. Oh, right. And I said, um, I've had, oh, fighting it was. Oh, They were right. fighting. Really? And it was going on for a while. Oh. 
a uh, couple of weeks and it was just getting worse and worse. I'm they like, were fighting for weeks? No, 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 no. <laughs> just left them to fight for two weeks and you just throw, money, like, throw food at them. I came, <laughs> I put the, the straps on their hands, I strapped their hands and then came with a bowl, a bowl of, of molten oil. And you could dip the hands in the molten oil and then I had a, a bowl full of screws and okay. um, nuts and bolts and then they dip the hands in that mm-hmm. so it sticks to the gloves. Yeah. And then I'd say, fight! Mm-hmm. And just leave him to it, left him to it for a couple of weeks, yeah. <laughs> they were fighting for two weeks? No, no, it just... On and off scuffles? No. Yeah, they'd fall out over something right. once a day. Okay. Fight over something and then it'd be fisticuffs then. Really? Either someone would get hit or bit or kicked or whatever. Right. And it was 50-50. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like one was bullying the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, right, boys, <laughs> this is your last warning. If I catch you fighting again, one of you, t- if, if, if you hit, that was it. If I see anyone hit anyone again, a toy is going in the bin. <gasps> last warning. Do we understand? Understand. <laughs> so next day, <laughs> fucking <laughs> walk into the lounge. And biggest one just digs the littlest one in arm. Oh. I went, oh, I said, all right, right. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? <laughs> all right, this blue machine gun, right? That's going in the bin. And it was like the, the earth was going to end the emotional outpouring. Did he cry? Oh, he was sobbing. Absolutely. Did, like, did, you not, did you not feel bad? No. I won't say I, I didn't feel bad. I felt justified. <laughs> I felt justified. I felt like this is for your own good. Mm-hmm. You need to learn that there are consequences to your actions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's 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 not nice. But, yeah. you know, you were warned. And the other thing is, you've got to take me seriously. Mm-hmm. If you back down, well, then you're just a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> if you back down, you're a clown. You reminded me now of what his, the worst thing is for him. For who? For my for son. Right. The threat. It's bed, bed no story. Bath, no bath, no story. Oh, stinky. Mm. <laughs> stinky bedtime so if he's I, I, this has happened on two occasions once he was dancing near the the dual carriageway near to where we live dancing well like the road being a knob near the near the like being stupid and running away and near the busy road oh no and he wasn't listening to mummy and she went right that's it bed no story and he went no no and did she warn him first yeah, of course. Oh, if you don't behave, it'll be bed no story. Mm-hmm. And she fall through. Yeah. Good. You have to. And then it was manic from coming home from nursery. This is a few weeks ago. And he just kept going, <laughs> kept going, kept going. Right. <coughs> if you want to go to bed no story, bed no story. And we did it. And he's absolutely wailing. It's awful. Wow. I had to put him down. Bed no story. I quite enjoy bedtime as well, doing the stories. Yeah, and what's your story of choice at the moment? Oh, he just picks, we've got like hundreds. Does he picks, does he? He picks two books and we read two books. So this night we wrote... War and Peace. We read <laughs> Paz. It's called Paz. It's some rubbish book about... Was it the Gulag Archipelago? <laughs> Archipelago. Um, Paz? Paz, yeah. Right. And when I look at it, it says it's like a, it was on CITV, but I don't remember it. And... Um, what was the other one tonight? Oh, something. I, it's not a stick, it's called. When this, what is it? This pig, the pig has a stick and he's pretending it's lots of different things. Oh, what is it? It's lots of different things. A is sword. It, is it not a stick? A horse. No, it's not a stick. 
What is it then? What's it holding? A sword, a horse, um, fishing rod. Lots of different things. <laughs> right, okay. He's imagination, you a see. All oh, right, so he, he really is holding the stick. Yes. But he's imagining. Yes. That's what we're getting at. Right. Oh, okay. So it's about using your imagination. Yeah. So that was uh, that's what we read today. What about... It's a, that's like a reverse stick man by Julia Donaldson. It is, yeah. You you like Julia Donaldson books? Yeah, we don't read we don't read them. That he he was obsessed with the Gruffalo for ages. Um, we went through a phase of just reading the Gruffalo's Child and the Gruffalo day after day after day mm. after day. We uh, don't do stories anymore. Oh, you do Hangman? Um, well, no, no, not first. Oh. So they go to bed at the same time, but one's older than the other. Mm-hmm. So uh, we usually play a game. It's usually a guessing game. Okay. And currently it is the Pokemon guessing game. Okay. <laughs> so the game is, I have to think of a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you what type it is. Mm-hmm. And then you two have to guess which Pokemon it is. Right, okay. So if I say, right, I've got one. Make it easy, easy for you, Matt, because you don't you know used to playing Pokemon guessing game. It's an electric type Pokemon. I have no idea what Pokemons are. There was no one, and there was a Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah, yeah. That's what we play at the moment, right? So uh, I've got another one. It's Grass Poison. Snort. Bulbasaur. Yeah, Bulbasaur. So I know about a hundred Pokemon now. How do you how? <laughs> did you just play every night? Did you just Google it or something? Uh, oh, they have annuals. Right, okay. So I get, we go to the St. Catherine's Charity Bookshop. Yes. And they do annuals for 50p. Right. And we, we there's often Pokemon annuals in there. Right. So I've got them Pokemon and uh, Skylanders annuals. Right. So we started by using the books to help. Mm-hmm. So me and the youngest one would go through a book and he on the top bunk, the eldest would go through a book. Mm-hmm. And that's how we start to play the game, learn to play the game. Uh, before that, it was superhero guessing game. Or Marvel or DC villains or heroes, mm-hmm. uh, but that's different. That's not a guessing game. It's a it's a relay race. So we have to think of a unique DC villain going round and round, and you, you have no repetitions. Is that not too exciting to do before bed? No, it's not. It's chilled, right. chilled, just a game. <laughs> now, so I would say Joker, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to think of a different one. Of a DC villain. DC villain, yeah. I only know Batman ones, I think. Penguin. I said that. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Two-Face. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Riddler. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Bane. Mm-hmm. Scarecrow. Yeah. Have I had Two-Face? Yeah. Um, King Killer Croc. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the shark one? Oh, I've forgotten. Captain Cold. Is it not a red face one or something? That's Red Skull. No, there's a red something in Batman as well. Oh. I'm sure there is. Or DC anyway. Because it's the version of Red Skull, I think. Bullseye? Bullseye's a DC one. Though, Dark it? Side? I don't know. Clayface? <laughs> <laughs> like, then you get Superman. Lex Luthor? That's it, yeah. yeah. Zod? Kneel before Zod. Yeah, that's the only one I know. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, Get the Flash's nemesis. Who's the... Oh, the Aquaman nemesis, Black Manta. Right. You know, it goes on forever and ever. <laughs> uh, so we play a game, 
And we usually have a couple of rounds of a game. And then by that time, I say, right, to the youngest one, it's time for you to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then me and the eldest play hangman. We'll have three rounds of sort of hangman. Does he fall asleep? No. No, and then I say, right, time for bed. No, I mean, whilst you're playing. No. The younger one. The younger one does, yeah. He just goes to sleep. Yeah. Programmed. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> school. He's at school now, isn't he? Yeah. He's not tired time. with school. Uh, not particularly. No. Not tired enough to give his big brother a good lashing every now and again. Okay, no. Toughen him up anyway, won't it? Speaking of sleep, I saw a news story this week. Another sex zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you read it? No. Sleepwalker told to warn anyone he sleeps with of his sexomnia. Dale Kelly, 21, poses a threat not only to the girl he performed a sex act on, but women in general, a judge at York Crown Court said. A man cleared of molesting a pal's girlfriend after sleepwalking into their bedroom was today ordered to notify anyone he spends the night with of his sexomnia. Apprentice electrician... <laughs> Dale Kelly, 21, was cleared of sexual assault by penetration by reason of insanity six weeks ago. That's so rare. He sobbed in the dock at York Crown Court after Jews accepted he was suffering from the sleeping disorder parasomnia when he climbed into the couple's bed. Um, so it's some sort of mental disorder which needs treatment. Uh, he not only suffers from parasomnia, but even the rarer condition of sexomnia, sexual activity during sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he imposed a five-year sexual harm prevention order, uh, banned from ever contacting the girl in question. <laughs> uh, and whenever he sleeps away, he must tell everyone in the house of his affliction, the judge said. This would enable anyone in the house to take whatever steps they needed to protect themselves. The judge told Kelly, I judge you do pose a risk to the victim and any female who might find themselves sleeping under the same roof. As a young man, these factors could easily occur again. Um, yeah, the law says if someone totally lacks control of their body while committing a crime, they can be cleared. Mm -hmm. But those found not guilty in such circumstances can be ordered by the judge to be admitted to hospital. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I spoke to someone it's, who has that. Really? He was mm -hmm. staying in a spare room at the friend's home after a boozy night out clubbing. But later he got up, made his way to the second floor before climbing into bed with the girl and his mate. His friend suddenly woke up moments later as his girlfriend repeatedly screamed, What the fuck's he doing in our bed? <laughs> Kelly got out of bed and looked back at the couple before insisting he had been dreaming he was in bed with another woman he was dating. Uh, he left the property before being arrested and later texted a friend, I've done it before with a lad. Fuck. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm drunk, I do things in my sleep. I was in bed with one of my mates, and apparently I've tried to grab his cock. <laughs> you don't know how scared I am to be in a bed with a girl. Fucking hell, it's wild, isn't it? Mm. I have heard that of that stuff before, though. Really? Sexomnia? Mm. Yeah. I've never heard Sleep walking and shagging. But the thing is, is, yeah, if you're hammered as well. Is, it, is he really asleep then? That's is that it, what you're saying? It? Well, no, I mean, the, it, the alcohol changes your sleep, basically. Mm. It doesn't let you go through your sleep cycles properly. Oh. So, Matt, I don't know what, how, I can't remember how it affects you. I think it puts you into a deep sleep initially. 
Mm. But you can't access other t- kinds of sleep or it puts you in REM sleep all the time so you might dream more or whatever like he's saying. Something yeah. like that. Uh, it's a terrible thing to, have if, to be afflicted with, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but imagine if he's going to be working away and he has to go and stay at a B&B. A hotel? Yeah. I know you can't get in them though, can you? No, not I locked? suppose. But if we're staying at a B&B... <laughs> if got, sorry, I've got this thing called sexomnia, and um, I'm probably going to get hammered every night I'm here because I'm working away and I'm 20. Yeah. Um, so, you know, lock all your doors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like living with a werewolf, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. It'd be easier just to lock himself in, no, somehow. Chain himself to the bed. <laughs> yeah. And it's like being a werewolf. Yeah, so maybe he could eat the key to the handcuffs. And then just take a shit in the bed in the morning. Then you can have the key. Right. I suppose. It's one way of doing it. Uh, can you imagine if you were married to him? Yeah. People do get must get married with this affliction, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think I've said previously that I slept walk as a child, but I've never done anything, as far as I'm aware, since I've been an adult, sleepwalking. Shack the plant. Shack the plant. Ficus. <laughs> no. <coughs> it wasn't sexualized any of my sleepwalking. <coughs> was that not because it was before puberty? Maybe. Those bits of your uh, psyche aren't firing yet at that age, maybe. I don't know. I was a kind of a randy child. Yeah. Yeah. Hurry and randy. No. No, I wasn't actually. I um, probably didn't even realise what my dick was for until I was like 15. PP out of. That's it. Exactly, That's yeah. That's all it does. Yeah. Why is it so long? <laughs> Why does it have to be long? To get the PP out. Why is it so wide? <laughs> <laughs> like a bait bait bean can. I yeah, wish. a wide penis. I wish. Is it not? Is it like a throwing a... <laughs> Like a bamboo stick. <laughs> Throwing a welly down a ginnel. Mm. Oh, That's more to do with my wife. <laughs> oh, no. no it's not, not the cavernous it's pussy. Not. It's, oh. <laughs> That's my wife you're talking about. The wizard sleeve. Mm. Like chucking a sausage down Church Street. Ugh. Uh, you know, we talked about lucid dreaming the other week. Yeah. Yeah, and I told you about the two tips. Do you remember what? what the two tips were? For knocking on the door. Knocking on a door frame or something every time you go in a door. Yeah. Do you remember what the second tip was? Um, no. Look at your hands. Oh. Look at your hands and see if there's anything weird about your hands. Right. And then this week, I, I've said previously, I never remember my dreams. Mm-hmm. But I actually had a dream, a lucid dream. Right. Even yeah. just... Just because we talked about it on the mm-hmm. podcast, and I've done it a few times, knocked on a few door frames as I've gone in a room. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the dream was I had to write it down. <laughs> uh, I was uh, in this room, the podcast studio mm-hmm. called Masturbatorium, mm-hmm. and uh, the next door neighbour was coming round for a beer. Ooh. I know, we've, we've only met once, mm-hmm. the new. Oh, is it? Are the new people now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, got, he has a body shop in uh, Lancaster, I think, Morecambe. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the dream was he was coming around for a beer. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah, all right then. I'm just um, 
I was ex- extending the studio. Oh, yes. Downwards. Oh, a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he wanted to do a podcast. I said, well, you just have to hang on. I'm just doing some uh, DIY on the studio. Just hang on a minute. And I was I was ri- lifting this carpet down on the floor, lifting it up. And there was floorboards underneath, which is weird because it's a concrete floor. Mm-hmm. So I lifted these two floorboards just to make a to see through. And uh, I could see like floor tiles. And it was like vaguely familiar. So anyway, I got my circular saw, made a hatching floor and, and jumped down. And I landed in the reception of our high school. Oh, very good. And uh, I reckon I obviously rec- remember what the floor looked like or something. I was like, oh. It was tiled. Yeah. Yeah, like a creamy with maybe bits of red in it. Right. Don't remember. Anyway, I looked down the corridor and there's two Japanese girls <laughs> down the corridor. Uh, I like, like where this is going. <laughs> And they, they just what, caught eyes with one of them. And she just looked at me and went, in like with a face of horror, and just went, it's a witch! <laughs> you are fucked up. And the two Japanese girls ran off. And I went, I'm a witch. And I looked down. And I had like a black <laughs> witch's outfit on. And I went, I'm a witch! <laughs> and then that's when I got the click. I just thought, am I dreaming? And then I thought, I know. And I just materialized a broomstick into my hand, mm-hmm. hopped on the broomstick and started cackling and cackling and chasing these Japanese girls, <laughs> firing lightning out my finger bolts at them. Wasn't this your night out with Ben? <laughs> no, no, it was this week, this. And uh, I, I like landed and uh, I don't know, the sort of Japanese girls disappeared. And then that's when I looked at my hands. I thought, I'm a dreaming. I looked at my hands. I had an eyeball looking at me in one of my hands. Oh, that's off. That's a scene of something, that. It's yeah. off a film, that. <laughs> okay. It's like Pan's Labyrinth or something. It is, I've yeah. I've never seen that. I've never yeah. seen it. There's been adverts on telly for that recently. Oh, my God. So that's when I, I, I went, oh, God, I'm dreaming. And I just threw my fist into the air and went, where's Rose McGowan? <laughs> Random. Straight to Rose McGowan. And the only reason I can think is um, she was in Charmed, mm. the witch connection. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't even my favourite one in Charmed. You still you love Charmed, didn't you? Uh, I won't say I loved it. I I've suffered. I suffered it. <laughs> no, didn't you watch it and loved it? No, not at all. No, I was. I had to watch it because my other half was into it. But I I would watch it because um, you know the nice women in it. Right. I'd uh, put up with that. Right. But yeah, lucid dreaming. You should, you should well, my wife, techniques. my wife started doing it and took over one of her dreams this week. Is she, is she actively trying to encourage lucid dreaming? I, I don't know if she's done the knocking and stuff, but she definitely said that she'd listened and and started to do it basically. Oh right, but trying the technique. She always remembers her dreams. She has a lot of uh, crazy dreams. Really. Mm. She's not talked in her sleep for ages, though, that I remember. No. Probably too tired for that nonsense currently. Uh, yeah, when you've got a little limp, uh, mm. you're just exhausted most of the time, aren't you? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I saw another uh, story in the news this week. A local story from Manchester. Local people. The phone zombies. Have you heard about this? No. <laughs> I think this could be a native ad, native ad but anyway... Manchester opens UK's first slow lane for people looking at phones while walking. Oh, is this not a uh, 
A story left over from April Fool's Day. Um, no, I don't think so. Right, go on then. It's pretty hard to believe stuff. Oh, it's given a lot of spiel about how people like the phones. Um, anyway, uh, it's appliances online. You know, the company, they're behind it. Um, the two adjacent 75 metre long mobile phone safe lanes have been installed in the Spinning Fields district of Manchester. It's now hoped the designated pathway for pedestrians will help stop people who walk with their eyes glued to their phone bumping into each other. I know. It was somebody, I was listening to somebody and he, and he was kind of... I can't remember what it was, but... I talk, probably talking about the, the, the speed of change or the pace of change, technology-wise. And like 30 years ago... If you'd have said to somebody that everybody would just be wandering around looking at a <laughs> tiny little screen, you'd be like, what? But I do. I, the more I look around, the more I just see people. And I actively try not to do it. Although I went to church today. And now, have you been to church since they've opened up that that special church room? No. The special church room now. And they do tea and cakes every after every mass now, well, every Sunday mass. Really? Yeah, so you go in there and you have to pay <laughs> donation, obviously. Yeah, like a couple of quid or something. But I, my mum, my mum did, because I had the baby. She did the, went and paid. And I had a cake and a cup of tea. It was nice. Mm. And then, because they'd made a thousand cakes and there's only like a hundred people go to church. <laughs> they kept coming around with cake. cake. <laughs> and I had three cakes. And my son had three cakes. My nephew had three cakes. Wow. Uh, so basically, they I owed them in the end. Um, are these cakes made by volunteers? The donated sort of thing? Yeah, that's the issue. Why? Why is that an issue? Um, you know, because they've been made in people's homes and they might have like cats running around the counter. Oh my the God. And, that's a bit OCD. <laughs> yeah, dirty bastards. But I ate them all. Mm. If I had OCD, I wouldn't have ate it. Um... What time is it? Half nine. It's half nine, isn't it, Mass? Yeah, I'm yeah. always late. No matter so what I do, I'm late for that. If I get there for about quarter past ten, then <laughs> yeah, let's go for the cakes. Yeah, skip the service. Mm. What was the uh, sermon this week? Um, I don't think I was there because I went into Sunday school with them because I was late, so I went straight in with the kids. All oh, right, rather than um into the service yeah because he gets a bit bored starts jumping around what's he what's he like as a sermonologist who the priest father peter yeah um he's all right actually i don't know if he just wheels out the same sermons every year the same same gospel passages best of yeah now that's what i call sermon 5003 (laughs) like 24 bc um (laughs) and he goes yeah he's all right you know, he's not too fire. He's not. <coughs> he's not firing brimstone. He's not particularly funny either. I don't. He obviously doesn't know how to handle children properly either. Is that a church thing? Yeah, I think they'd be ace at that. I know the Catholic Church. Um, but he lives in that massive house. That massive house. It won't be long before I reckon they get rid of that house. Where will they live? Well, I bet they earn money. They'll because the house must be like a four bedroom house, right? And there's only him. They used to have, do you remember they used to have three priests there mm. when we were young, dead young? 
Yeah, one about 80, one about 50, and one about 20. Exactly, yeah. 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 All three stages. Good range of uh, paedophiles. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I was never I was never touched by a priest, were you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just stick and twist it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just stick and twist it. Oh. Is what that was... the altar boy? I remember one of my favourite memories of being an altar boy. <laughs> Yeah. Is um, occasionally, very occasionally, the bell, the electronic bell thing would break. There used to be a button you press to ring the bell. Like a doorbell. Yeah, and it would go... For the offertory bell. No, the church bell in the tower. Oh, wow. And once... The... He got to press the priest's bell. <laughs> he got to stroke his bell. <laughs> no, and then... Show me on this werebear <laughs> where the priest touched you. He doesn't. He doesn't have an asshole in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and then if it, if the button if it broke the motor, yeah. yes, they sent you to the tower, and the there hammer. was and there was a fucking nylon rope, and I got to pull on that bell. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Ding I got a minute. This memory's not right. Oh, no, it sounds like a fucking. <laughs> Carry on filming it. Ding dong. So, um, in your endo, in your endo, in my endo, in your endo, and yeah, that but because it was only tiny, so once you got it going, once you got tugging on that bell, it, oh. and it got going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> come on, eventually, it started pulling me up. <gasps> so, like, my feet were leaving the ground <laughs> at some point, so I was like three. Four or five foot off the ground and it's pulling me right up. Why fun. must I be the bell ringer? <laughs> yeah, so it was good. I enjoyed it. But do you remember back in the day, the organ was at the back of church and they had a choir, a choir at the back of church yeah. as well. They don't yeah, have a fucking rock band. They don't have that anymore. My brother was in a rock band at the front of church. Do you remember that? No. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, drum I, kit and everything. I remember the... Um, I don't remember the drum kit. I just remember the, the choir and the organ being at the back mm. in the in the choir area have you seen these like christian rock things yeah they're massive aren't those huge in arena is for churches i sold a vox ac4 hand wired <laughs> oh, not this um, now it's the old el84 <laughs> eh, sorry el34 power amp section 12 12.87 in the preamp hand wired ac4 i sold it to a guy down south and he was the lead he was the uh, head leader of one of these church bands in it was like a, a America? Band. No, in the, down this country. Oh, there's I mean. some here. There's some here. No, I've only seen American ones. Yeah, he was like the band leader, right? And for the uh, the these, you know, they, I mean, not maybe not over here, but they sell out arenas, like I said, don't they, over there in America? Yeah, the churches are huge, aren't they? They're the Bible Belt, isn't it? I think they're everywhere. Yeah. Very, it's very religious country, isn't it? America, America. You not say? You not say it's more religious, more active churchgoers in America than here per capita. That's a percentage. Um, I would say yeah. Yeah, except for the you know the east and west coast maybe. I was going to say it's more the south mm. and the flyover states, isn't it? Because <laughs> you know the east and west coast they they consider themselves above all that. Yeah. You know, like like us. I won't go that far. I won't say I'm above all that. I, I don't. I still hold the possibility of a supreme being. <laughs> Praise Jabulon. <laughs> That's what the Masons called it. Yeah. 
the supreme being. Hey, I was uh, when I was in Blackpool talking about the Masons, I walked past the Masonic Lodge for women. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a man-only thing. There are different chapters and... Oh, right, okay. Just like the Scottish Rite and the English Rite or something and mm. this, that and the other. So it's probably a breakaway. Right. A breakaway movement. Yeah, uh, women weren't al- allowed to go to the meetings historically. No. They're allowed to do the cooking, though. Yeah, work the bar. <laughs> yeah. Ben seemed all up for, you know, going and having a look <sighs> at one stage. I haven't got time. I've spoken to um, an active member of a Masonic Lodge. Yeah. And it sounds like a, a right fuck about, to be honest with you. It sounds like a drinking club to me. Yeah. To a degree. It's it's still the it's just about making connections, I think. Networking. Yeah. Maybe not to the extent that it was, because I think most people are retired who won't go by the sounds of it. Not and a lot dying. of young blood. No, I think it's dying out, isn't it? It's another thing that's dying out. It's been around for a long time. Mm. Uh Definitely medieval times. I think like the confirmed date is maybe in the 1700s. No, it's been around since dot. That, I mean, that's historically what they can be mm-hmm. 100% certain. Yeah, Illu- but I, I think it goes back to ancient Egypt. Illuminati. Yeah. Maybe that's what they are. The shadow government. Mm. Or reptilian overlords. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, it's just a drinking game now. How many lodges are there in Preston? Oh, I bet there's only one, if that. A huge one in it's town. It's dying. Mm-hmm. It's dying off, yeah. Yeah, people don't have the time for that kind of shit anymore, do they? It's weird, isn't it? It's... Do you think genuinely people are working longer hours? Yeah, I think people, I mean, uh, are expected to do more at home now. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, and you're expected, like, if you're salaried, mm. it's expected that you'll stay that extra 10 minutes when need be for no pay or that extra half an hour or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Nope. I mean, well, I'll tell you what, for a, for a kickoff, how far are we going back? I mean, if we go back, say, 50, 60 years, mm-hmm. um, none of the women worked. Oh, yeah. As a percentage, very few of them did. So that's, you've just halved your workforce. Yeah. Haven't you? Whereas we have to work, both parents have to work and do all the household shit now. Yes. Well, this was the thing, wasn't it? The, uh, they couldn't figure out why housewives didn't get any happier in like the 40s and 50s when sort of washing machines, cookers changed. Fuck all to do. Fridge. And what it was, was basically the <coughs> standard you were expected to get to changed in terms of the cleanliness of your home so you were just as busy because you had to clean even more or to a different level of cleanliness higher standard yeah than you had to do previously apparently so all those labor safing devices Mm. took away all that part of it and then you focused on something else raised expectations in a different way exactly yeah yeah unintended consequences it's a big thing Mm. Yeah, but you won't be without them mod cons now, though. No. Do you have a dishwasher? Yeah. Fucking hell. What a, what a device. Yeah. 
Thank God someone invented a dishwasher. Mm. I mean, it's half an hour a day, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, I think about this. I wonder how long it takes you to stack and unstack a dishwasher. Uh, five, uh, three minutes. Do you think it's? Do you think it's? I have a system. Less than, you know, you know, you get your cutl- cutlery holder. Mm-hmm. I put the spoons in one quarter, the forks in another quarter, the knives in another quarter. Ah, so that saves time. Efficiency. Mm-hmm. So, because you know, when it's like when you open the cutlery drawer and you've got your box of cutlery from dishwasher, and you're rooting all oh, the fork. Mm-hmm. Oh, next one, that's a knife. Uh, I know it's spoon, 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 <laughs> spoon, spoon, fork, 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 ladle. Ooh, curveball. <laughs> Second draw down, isn't it? Ladle. Fucking twat. Do you have a utensils holder in, on the countertop? Nope. Oh. We have a drawer. Right, okay. We don't have a lot of countertop. We've only a small kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, you've got to, uh, you know. You have to prioritise that shit. Got the Sonos in there, <laughs> obviously, because yeah. music. Yeah, the dishwasher. Yeah, the dishwasher. Mm. Praise the dishwasher. Well, washing machine probably more than a dishwasher. What, I think. What, it, how far back do you go? What about running water? Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> like, that an appliance, is yeah, it? Imagine if you had to go and fetch your water for washing your clothes. Well, water to the house then. Plumbing. It's not a, it's not an it's not an appliance though. No, Romans had that. Yes, they did, didn't they? They had central heating. Yeah, I know. In the fucking yeah, you've seen these diagrams of how they made the baths. Not seen the diagram of how they made the like bath. The different chambers they had. So so the bath was like a it was like a process. It was like a steam room, I think a sauna, so, yeah. and you went round in order, mm-hmm. and a cold bath, and then a hot bath or something. Mm-hmm. And the way they they'll show diagrams of so these digs they've done archaeological digs and it'll have the blast furnace in here and then it's piped you know there's like channels going under different areas and mm. like proper what would you call it it's like atmospheric control it's like right. aircon it's yeah. like an aircon system well yeah amazing mm-hmm. but putting back in that well um. One of the things I often think about about the Romans is, I think it might have been Carthage, you know. What are you looking for? My tobacco. Oh, I don't know. Is it on the floor? Yeah. Well, I think it might have been Carthage, and they went to a, like a latrine, and it's like an open air, you know, it has the running water to take away the, the turds and the piss. Mm. But what they had was, apparently, through speculation, was basically a sponge on a stick that you wiped your arse with. <laughs> but it was a communal sponge and stick. Oh, God! But can you imagine... This is pre-germ. It was just, you know, there was just a shit, shitty sponge there that you just dipped in some probably shitty, pissy water that you wiped your arse with. Yeah. I just, you know... Disgusting. That's how that's how we survived for fucking thousands of years. It's only in the last hundred years that we've had been on this cleanliness click, kick, yeah, and kick. And the war, there's a theory, isn't there, that um, people who are uh, OCD about cleaning, mm. um, it can harm the child, can't it? Because they don't build up a natural immunity to. Yeah, there's that kind of thing. Is that true? In probably in extreme cases, yeah. Mm. Or the worst one is contamination fear. So if you have a baby, right. in really, really rare and extreme cases, I've never spoken to anybody like this, but there is the possibility that 
if you had severe OCD that you could have such a strong fear of contamination that you bleach your baby or have urges to put, you know, oh my disinfect God. your baby. But quite often, more like 999,999 times out of a million, yeah. the mothering instinct or the father instinct would... Override yeah, it. Yeah, that urge. Wow, that's seriously OCD. Mm. That, yeah, very rare. What, one in a million cases? I like, don't know, yeah. Something like that. The absolute extreme. Yeah. You could what's, be. What's like the opposite to being OCD and that extreme? Hoarder, I guess. Is it not filth? <laughs> Is it not someone who lives in shit? Well, yeah, like hoarding. People hoard can hoard anything, can't they? Hoard the urine, you could shit. Be, could you not be a clean, clean hoarder, though? No, because off, off just a collector. <laughs> what tends to happen is, so something generally happens to somebody. Loss. I think I've said this before, but depression. Oh. Depression tends to be associated with loss. Yeah. So, um, loss of a marriage, loss of a child, loss of job, job. Yeah. Loss of purpose. Loss. Of, well, anyway. Loss of the three thirty nine Epsom. Yeah, quite a lot of hoarders have trauma in their life. Mm. they've experienced and that hoarding it's like not wanting to let go of things basically because you've, you've lost something before yeah stop it happening again. quite often yeah so is it related to ocd then the hoarding mm. what's the psychological is it a natural condition yeah hoarding i think hoarding disorder really? yeah hoarding disorder yeah so they have to give it a medical name don't they well I was, i've been reading your your book they've lent me the psychopath test yeah and the dsm i, I remember i've think it but basically some of the things in there basically anything you can think of is a diagnosable mental disorder that's because the amount of conditions in the dsm has spiraled hasn't it in recent mm. decades yeah don't they keep adding loads to it every year i think there's what do they say don't they? There's, there's a main what's bit. the dsm stand for diagnostic statistical manual that's it so there's the main bit, and then in the back, the appendix, there's the, uh, like, all the ones that didn't quite make it, but are kind of... Going to be in next year. <laughs> kind of a disorder. One to watch. Yeah. Hoarder disorder. I think hoarding is, is in the main bit. But there's things in there that are, like, just fucking nonsense. How do you mean? Well, they're just... You, they're not a psychological condition, is that what you're saying? You're getting, well... Well, the point he's making, and I come across this, you're getting closer and closer to normal. What's normal, you know? I mean, that's inevitable because psychological illnesses are classed on a spectrum, aren't they? Exactly, yeah. So there has to be a... You have to draw a line somewhere, don't you? Mm. Between what is normal and what is suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say other than normal? Someone who is... Who's, Atypical. Um, diagnostically or ill... What would you call it? <laughs> Diagnosed, has a disease, classed as a disease or an illness. You've got to draw the line somewhere, haven't you? Yeah. How the fuck do you do that? I don't know, it's hard, isn't it? It's like drawing the line between reasonable force and smacking child abuse, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. This is what we pay the fucking politicians for, you know, mm. to decide where this line is and write it into law. Yeah, and they gave themselves a pay rise, didn't they? How much are they on now? 75. Do you know what? I think they should be on 250 grand a year. 250 yep and we should get rid of half of them mm. it's too many 
Don't need 660, whatever it is. Do you not think we need that many? Do we? Fuck no. It's expanded massively. Half it. Right. I would. I thought they were trying to get rid of loads of them anyway. Good. Keep going. Recently. <laughs> Keep going. It's far too many MPs. Why do you think we've got too many? Do you not think it's quite a, a demanding role for if you're representing thousands, tens of thousands of That's people? if you do it or not. That's what I mean. I think a lot of them probably don't. Well, obviously. Um, and they have a staff. You know, they pay staff. Yeah. To do a lot of the, you know, the general admin. Mm. All right, they have to travel. They're up here. They have to go to Westminster every now and again. Mm. They don't have to go, though, do they? No, don't have to. They don't have to vote either, do they? No. There are representatives, aren't they? Mm. Or or not? I think Mark Hendricks mine. I think. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Yeah, Labour. Mm. I'm uh, uh, I'm Tory here. Really? Yeah. Us and further, and you go up north, north for me, like Guy Stang and stuff. It's all Tory around there. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I think it's Ben. Ben something. Ben Tory. Could be. Yeah. Bentry. Bentry. The thing is, there's an interesting sort of debate going on about what the role of the MP is. Yeah. Is he your representative mm-hmm. or is he your delegate? Explain so the difference. Take, take something like a very binary issue like Brexit. Right. So say if we take an extreme case like somewhere like Stoke where maybe um, the vote was 65-35 for mm. leave. Mm-hmm. So... That constituency voted heavily for leave. Does your MP then have to support Brexit? Then this, this MP will say, well, I vote to remain. and um, Because he's, he thinks it's better for the, his people. That so thing. that's it. Is yeah. he a delegate or a representative? Is he there to use his own mind mm-hmm. and do what he thinks is in his own is it his own constituency's best interest? Mm-hmm. Or does he have to listen to the majority of his people and implement <coughs> the will because of it, the people? It's the other way, isn't it, at the moment? It's what's in their best <coughs> interest. Yeah. And that is kind of so harks back delegate. to that kind of Victorian thinking of, you know, the working class can't make their own minds up about stuff or know what's best for them. What are the working class going to vote at the next election? Who are they going to vote for? They probably won't vote. I don't, do, you, do you think this could be one of the this next election will be the highest turnout election for decades? I predict. Oh, it's a big prediction. Yeah, I think it'll be a massive turnout. Do you think they're all going to vote for Boris because he's going to say we're leaving? This is the problem we're in. You see, who showed a clown? Well, if they voted leave, mm. will they then vote Labour? A lot of Labour voters in the sort of northern heartlands are going to be in a quandary at this next election. I think people will vote for the Brexit party. It, assuming it hasn't been implemented. Mm. I don't think I don't think it'll be... Is he? Have we not passed legislation now that he can't leave without a deal oh, on man. the 31st? You know, this brings us to my Brexit conspiracy theory. That it's never going to happen. No. Uh, shall I play the whole jingle? We've got a Brexit jingle. Oh. Shall right. we have the uh, the extended cut? Well, yes. Yeah, so we've only done an hour and ten. Mm, Chancellor Merkel, slide back and open your withdrawal agreement. Mm, 
give your back stuff to me. Oh, it's getting so close. What's that? Hey, face what's over? Yeah. DRG and watching us. Yeah, I can see them on the back benches. That's so hot. Might have to use those fridges we've been stuck on. Maybe we can come to some sort of arrangement. Some kind of alternative custom arrangement. Because you're not scared of ideas anymore. you've ever heard of what it's all black <laughs> <laughs> so the brexit conspiracy theory mm-hmm. you're talking about this legal this law that was passed the ben act yes. which prevents a no deal brexit correct if no deal is reached by the 31st of october the prime minister by law has to ask for an extension mm-hmm. to article 50 mm-hmm. and you're saying is because Bojo is not bowing to this. No, he's saying, he's saying we will leave on the 31st of October, come what may. So I assume his legal party have found a workaround because the Attorney General is a Brexiteer, isn't he? I don't know what the Attorney General is. Yeah, he's, that, he's, yeah. he's made a bit of a name for himself because he's got, he's got a good voice. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, is that, yeah, so that's sort of a mainstream theory that, He's found a legal loophole. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The conspiracy theory is, oh. is that yeah. he's done a deal with the Hungary. The Hungary? The Hungary. Not, this is another thing that fucks me off. Why do people say the Ukraine? I don't know. Is it not because it's called, it's like the United Kingdom? Is it not like, you know, the Ukraine? What about the Uganda? Kind <laughs> of start calling it the Uganda. Or it might be like the United States, huh? So Ukraine is maybe a confederation of smaller... Ukrainians. Ukrainians. <laughs> maybe it is. It's like the UK. <laughs> so the, the, the idea is he's done a deal with Hungary mm. to veto the extension application. We have to write to Brussels asking for an extension. Right, okay. That has to be vetoed... Uh, by uh, not <laughs> that has to be rat- every member state has to agree right every member state has a veto is hungary in the european union yeah is it <laughs> it's just not in the economic area not in the single currency probably waiting for the correct economic conditions to be met right okay like all of them for joining the euro yeah They've all signed up to join the euro right because it has like the schmerkel doesn't it or something the merkel it has, American. It has some kind of i can't remember what the currency is in hungary shekel <laughs> Doubloon. I can't remember what it is. I never remember. But you, it's like one of the places you can go still, and you know, like you can buy. <laughs> go, you, you can go. A, you, you can go and buy. You can get a beer for twenty p or whatever. You know. Oh, like um, Iceland and uh, Iceland. <laughs> no, twenty <laughs> um, pound. All these uh, Baltic states. Yeah, Lithuania. Yeah, 
Yeah, they start going, they get really cheap, and then the stag do's flock there. Mm-hmm. They started with Prague, mm-hmm. and then it got dearer and dearer and dearer. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, what's the place in uh, Lithuania? Vilnius. Vilnius. It's a capital, yeah. I think. But there's a few Eastern European countries where they had this tourist boom, didn't they? Because mm. it was cheap. Yeah. So Hungary is like that still. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I've, I've spoke to quite a few people. It's supposed to be a really nice place. The bit, Prime Minister's... Bit racist, though. A lot of them Eastern Europeans are. You know, mm. we sort of turn a blind eye to it, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's a country. Yeah. You know... Isn't Hungary's done something quite quite overt racist things, haven't they, though? Have they not? Am I just making that up? They've elected a comedian. Is that Hungary? Yeah. That's no, Ukraine. Is it Ukraine? It's Ukraine, isn't it? It's got the... Oh, it's the Ukraine. The Ukraine <laughs> is the one with the comedian president now. Oh, right. I thought it was Hungary. I think it's Ukraine. That one. Oh, right. I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. But that's... Uh, what do you think of that conspiracy theory? What was the conspiracy theory? That Boris has done a deal with the Hungarians to veto the extension. So they're going to veto it? Yeah. Are they allowed a veto? Every country is. All right. On this subject. Okay. Um... And what's the deal? What what do they get for vetoing it? I know, I don't know. Where's this where's this theory come from? Internet. <laughs> <laughs> I've read it in the news. Uh, well, yeah, but we don't know what I don't know. That's a bit It's a bit of nodal hysteria, I think. And yeah. I would yeah. I do I do get where Bojo the Clown's coming from in terms of if you say you're not willing to leave without a deal, it kind of fucks up your negotiation, doesn't it? You don't have a negotiation exactly, anymore. Yeah. You have a dictation. Yeah. So you, 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 you hold zero cards. Exactly. But that was lost ages ago. You know, that no deal thing, wasn't it? Well, uh, well sorry. Fault. Yeah, the, whatever. <laughs> the no deal sort of agreement, not leave without a deal, was agreed a while ago now, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that legislation passed about three weeks ago, I think. No, it was longer. Was it longer? Yeah. All right, well, whatever. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just a weird one, isn't the it? The thing is, with the Tories, they need to get Brexit done mm. before the next general election, don't they? Otherwise, they're going to get eaten up by the Brexit party. Well, no. I don't think so. If he keeps banging on this, what he's doing at the moment is um, saying that basically, which is true to a certain extent, the Parliament's full of people um, trying to stop Brexit. Traitorous dogs. Yeah. The Surrender Act. Yeah. Um, and basically what he's doing is he's trying... He is pitting the people against Parliament, isn't he, basically? To a degree. Yeah. And I think that's how he would run on, was basically, I'm trying to get, you know, us out with a deal, without a deal or whatever, and it's being... <laughs> what was that? It was a bag of racer bars. Oh. And we're trying to get out, um, you know, no matter what kind of thing. And that's how you'll win the, uh, an election. Because people will give him the angry vote. That's what he's going for. The problem is with Labour is that they've been quite wishy-washy, haven't Still they? Still wishy-washy. <laughs> Although, the problem is, is people just want to say, in or out, 
and it's kind of, their thing is now that the definitive stance is something like if we leave with a deal that's okay no sorry no um it's if you will arrange a deal and then we'll have an we'll have another referendum <laughs> yeah and remain or be on the ballot remain or the deal isn't it yeah that's it so we negotiate a deal and they'll campaign for remain they've said as well and Jeremy Corbyn will abstain because <laughs> he's never liked the European Union, but he's not allowed to say that anymore. No. And I was listening to a little bit of the No Agenda podcast and they were talking about Brexit as well and how it's, they think it's just not going to happen. Yeah, they've said that from day one. Yeah. Um, it does make your vote again. Yeah. You did it to Ireland, France. Well, did Ireland have a, yeah. a, a referendum about staying in and out? Yeah. See? Oh, no, it's the euro, I think. All oh, right. Maybe okay. it was adoption of the euro and whatever. And Until they get the right answer. Yeah, just keep going until you right, okay. get the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, or even better, shut it down. <laughs> mm. That's a Lib Dem uh, policy, isn't it? What's that? Revoke. All oh, right. Lib Dems. Mm. If they win the net, if they have a majority at the next general yeah, election, they'll the, revolt. Know, they can say whatever the fuck they want because they're not going to win, are they? I tell you what, they've, I think they've a good chance of finishing second in the next election. I think. I, yeah. f- I fear for the Labour Party now. Mm. I think they're in deep shit. Mm. The, the problem they have is that the the Brexit question near enough cuts their party in half. Yeah, it's maybe sixty forty. Sixty percent of Labour voters are remain. And forty percent to leave, but that's a big chunk. I think the the did he not win a lot of constituencies in London, Labour. All the city, big metropolitan city centres are generally Labour. Mm. Yeah, London, Manchester, Birmingham, and they tend Leeds. to be Remainers, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But it's all the kind of like backwater places, like where we live. They I think live. I think they should have said we're either. They had to pick a side mm. and say we're either the leave, you know, leave party or remain party. And they should have done it ages ago. Yeah. Too late now. That's why I think that. I think that they're in danger of getting annihilated at the next election later. Mm. Fuck, they're fucked. And, uh, you know, I, I quite liked Jeremy Corbyn when he first burst onto the scene. Yeah, he was he seemed like a breath of, breath of fresh air. A brush of fresh a air. A brush of fresh bush. A pressure cooker. <laughs> He seemed to have principles. He did, Fucking didn't he? Fucking hell, that's how 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 rare the politicians yeah. have principles. He did. He came across all right at first, didn't he? And then you know, I believed what he was saying was what he actually meant. Mm. You know, it seemed genuine. Mm. But he's turned into a politician now and avoiding questions and because mm. like, he can't say that he doesn't like the European Union because everyone in his party will get upset. Yeah. That was Brexit news. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what um, has been doing my head in this week? Your wife? No, other than that. Paper straws. Well, yeah, they've gone now, haven't they? No. Plastic straws. Yeah, plastic straws. From McDonald's. Gone. McDonald's. I went from to McDonald's last week, I think, and I had a cardboard straw from there. Yeah. Do you not remember when we were kids? You say, don't use, don't use, 
Paper straws use plastic. Right. You just can recycle them. Is that what they said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you Nobody ever said that. Paper straws. It's like trees. We used to cut down timber. Oh, right. Okay. You know, to, to, for fire. And then we found coal and coal was more efficient. And then we found, you know, whatever, nuclear, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we used to cut down trees mm-hmm. because that's because we had to survive. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting rid of plastic straws. I don't understand why we're getting rid of plastic straws and having paper again. You use it once and then it's gone. Can't it's, reuse it. It's yeah. the... Uh, well, that's the thing about plastic straws as well, isn't it? Use them once and they're gone. No, you can reuse You can wash them. Well, of course you could, but people don't, do they? Yeah, For, but, in, yeah but the main uses of them are restaurants, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Not private residential straws. We haven't. We but use straws. We don't have residential straws. My children drink from cups, Philip. Yeah, but sometimes it's a treat, isn't it, to have a straw? No. Fucking hell, what kind of <laughs> in Orwellian <laughs> household do you run? <laughs> right, lads, treat night tonight. can drink your tap water with a straw from a mug. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy who used to live across the road from me, mum and dad. Oh, They're like no. an old an old guy. <laughs> Turn a straw, Philip. <laughs> An old couple, right? Mm. Um, and we were very... The mom, my mum and dad and this couple were very pally. Oh, they lived, yeah. They lived there for years. Not swinging around. Just, <laughs> just pally. And uh, the guy, he used to do some trick at the tap. He used to uh, he used to turn the tap on and then give you the drink and it would taste like a cordial. The tap water would taste like cordial. <laughs> I've just worked out how we did it. <laughs> do you follow me you go to this guy's he <laughs> goes to this guy's house mm. for a drink mm-hmm. you ask him for a drink and you get the glass run it under the tap give you a glass and you drink it and it'd be like fruit juice you know like the, the fruit juice comes out your tap okay do you follow me I follow you yeah that was magical to me as a child so what was he doing how was he doing it putting, putting the cordial in first well yeah <laughs> Was it not like... And it must have been clear, clear cordial. Yeah. I want to just work that out. Uh, like corporal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, corporal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a treat. That's Never a treat, too old to learn, are we? I've not learned anything. I haven't read anything this week. Not read any books? I've done any reading this week whatsoever. Just been masturbating again. Doing years of bookkeeping. Oh, because you've had no van, have you? Yeah, that this back. was that this week or last week? That was last week. But okay, I've been doing the sorting out this week again. Oh, in the evenings. In the evenings, yeah, for a couple of hours, so it's till like ten o'clock. Jesus, till ten? Oh, I can't do something like that till ten. I won't be able to oh, switch off. Well, I watch Newsnight. That makes that me switch off. Make you feel even more excited. Newsnight doesn't. Does it not? Unless James O'Brien's presenting. He, he did a pre- he had a presenting. You know where? Uh, who was the host? Was it Paxman? He retired. Paxman retired from these night ages ago. Oh, no. I think it was. It might have been after Evan Davis. Oh, I don't like him. <laughs> he's not a good presenter. No. He, he does was... He does PM now. He's awful. <laughs> the thing is, um, and that's live as well. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> he can't get his words out. I mean, no. Oh, no, I mean, I mean to say, uh, <laughs> he's like that all the time. And uh, Newsnight is live. Yeah, is I it? Think, oh, right, I think okay. it's live, okay. or it's recorded very soon, like half an hour delay. Yeah. So then they get one go at it, and yeah, he would stumble over his words. Yeah, he's a nightmare. Shit. I don't know how he's... 
The thing is, he, he did Dragon's Den for years. That where he's made his yeah. name. That's all pre-recorded. Exactly, yeah. His director was probably turning his hair out because <laughs> he fucking couldn't get a takedown. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He like, must be ticking some kind of equality box. Oh, <gasps> really? I, he must be. To keep getting jobs. I didn't think you were that cynical. Because it, it's the fucking BBC. What's uh, Is that because he's bald? <laughs> I don't know. It could be anything. Couldn't it? Might be disabled in some way. <coughs> are, you, are you still with us? <coughs> no. He's gay. Is he, is he gay? Yeah. Oh. There you go then. Oh, brain freeze. Yeah, that's the equality box is ticked on it. Mm. In your cynical dystopian universe. Hang on a minute. I'm not the one who gives my kids straws for a treat. Oh my God, that really hurt my head. My brain. Oh, no. And you cough too hard. That never happens. I see. It happens to me. Yeah. That happened for year, uh, months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'm maybe my brain is hitting the inside of my skull at the front. That does happen. Is it? I might be giving myself a little concussion. That's how you get concussion, yeah. Oh, no. Could I end up like... It's not just tensing as well. <coughs> how do you tense your brain? Well, you've, you your muscles around your head. I didn't think you had a brain muscle. How do you think you raise your eyebrows then? With a muscle in your skin? Yeah. Not well, in your brain. It's not in your skin. Under the skin? Yeah. You have muscles all around your head, don't you? The face has millions of muscles, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it take more muscles to make a frown than a smile? No. <laughs> I think it does. I think that's a fact. It's harder to frown than smile. Exactly, but we all need to lose weight, so. Right? What's that got to do with frowning? Uses more muscles and it's harder. Therefore, uses more right. calories. So that's like your uh, your your weight regime. Yeah, weight losing regime. I'm gonna frown all day. Oh man, I wouldn't like to do that. I don't frown often. Try not to. What's a frown? A frown is like. Yeah, I do that all the time. I've been thinking about getting into acting. <laughs> <laughs> Just this week. Well, I'm I'm dram. Well, I'm not going to go pro off the bat, am I? <laughs> Why? You have to be amateur first. Because Make a name it, for yourself. Is it because you? of the winning winning the poo voices? No, I don't think so. What is it then? Why do you want to get into acting? I just think it'd be fun to act. I think I'd be really good at it. <laughs> I think I could do it. Right. Do you know? Give me something then. We'll act me something <sighs> then. Well, give me a give me a line. No, you have to... have to compose myself. You need to give me a scenario. You have to give me a character. Okay. What character am I going to be? I need direction. <laughs> That's acting. Isn't it? No. Oh, okay. You were feeling that. And that's the difference. <laughs> Got to be real. What's your... Are you going to be method? Mm. Method, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh, go on. Yeah, I'm going to be method. You're going to be a method actor. Yeah. yeah. About um, Batman, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Batman, mm. when he has the silver train, stops the the Joker's bullet. Right. What does he say in that? When he goes like, "You want to get physical? <laughs> want to get crazy or something like that?" He says, doesn't he? Batman does. Do you remember? Do I remember this scene? It's from the first Batman. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the Joker is Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I don't remember this scene at all. Good then, you can put your own interpretation on it. So, what's the line? <laughs> what's the line? You want to get crazy, I'll show you crazy or something like that. Okay. But you can use your own words if you want to. Okay. So, just need to compose, man. Yeah. I just need to. Joker walks into the room. Yep. Kim Bassinger's just to your left hand side. Um, she's screaming. And then the Joker come in, comes in, points a gun at the Batman. And the Batman says, You want to get crazy? I'll show you crazy. <laughs> Who's Al crazy? <laughs> I'll show you crazy. Mm. I didn't know how big to go. Mm. You know, where to go, where really big, it goes subtle. Mm. I'll show you crazy. He goes, he goes big, Michael Keaton, in that scene. Does he? Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. You will do if you watch it. If you he's, Google it. He's one of my favourite actors. Depends what he's in, doesn't it? If it picks out his, like, kookiness. So, like, I can't Beetlejuice, think of a bad film he's been in. Um, Frosty Jack, or whatever it's called. Jack Frost. I'm not saying that's a kid's film. It's shite. Yeah. Um, well, basically anything after, you know, in... From about 1994 to about 2010. <coughs> or maybe even... What the, was the journalism one? Was it called The Paper? <laughs> no. What was it called? I can't remember. It wasn't called... It was, it was brilliant, though. It, wasn't, it definitely wasn't called The Paper. <laughs> was it not? Didn't it win an Oscar? <laughs> oh, he's going to do me head in that. What was it called, that? <laughs> The fucking paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was the uh, conspiracy theory they were trying to unpick? Oh, we, basically, the Catholic Church was covering up child abuse. Um, Hulk was in it. Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah, because that was the investigative column of That's the Washington Post. No, Washington. I think it was the Boston Globe. Oh, was it? Mm. Corrections, eavesdroppers. I'm doing them live. <laughs> it's a Boston Globe. Great in Birdman. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, again, kooky, crazy character. Did you ever see White Noise? I didn't, the but... Mid-90s. No, I don't think that was mid-90s. Oh, late-90s. That, that was a, a, a tennis, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Or noughties. Maybe a noughties. It was basically, it was about the static on your TV. And it tuned uh, into him, didn't it? Yeah, it was like, and there was ghosts and stuff. It's like a supernatural thriller. Yes. A bit like um, Flatliners. Yeah. The Flatliners remakes on Netflix now. There's a remake yeah. of a film or a series. Of the f it's a film, yeah. Right. Who's in it? Um, the only person I know is, do you know the girl? Morgan Freeman. No, <laughs> Denzel Washington. Why would you say he Keith was? Keith Sutherland. Was Denzel Washington in the original? I thought he was. Julia Roberts was in it and yeah. Keith Sutherland. And Denzel Washington. Is he Denzel Washington? Oh, I don't know now. You're making me doubt myself. I don't know. He might be. It has. Looking up. White Noise, the film, yeah. has a 7% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Seven? 7%. Oh, my God. What year was it? Uh, Michael Keaton film, White Noise. Can't speak tonight. Where's the date? 
Oh, 2007. Oh, right. Later than I thought. He was good in the Spider-Man film as Vulture. Yeah. Solid, I'd say. When uh, he's giving Spider-Man and his girlfriend a lift in the, to the car, he's to def- the prom. He's definitely had a renaissance, hasn't he? Who else do you think? Re- I know who else is due a renaissance. Kevin Costner. Oh, my God. Do you not think? Really? He's not that great, though, is he? He's not a great actor. He won lots of... of um, lots of Oscars though, didn't he? Was he? Yeah. He went through a hot patch late 80s, early 90s. Dances with... You don't remember Dances, Dances with, with Wolves? Wolves? I never watched it because it's too long. It's like four hours long. I think I've watched it a few times and I've watched uh, The Untouchables. He might have won something for that. Sean Connery won, didn't he, for that one? That was what he Can won his Oscar for. Robin Hood can't have an American accent though. Nah. Not bothered. Are you not? I loved that film. It was great. Went to the cinema to watch it. It was a great it. film. Probably yeah. the first film I saw Morgan Freeman in. Yeah, Driving Miss Daisy was his first big was film, it? wasn't it? I think. Yeah, he's... Uh, Which was the... He's often off... Um, given as the example of the uh, the white saviour film. Oh, God. You know, it's all about the, the white person saving the, the black man and whatever. Similarly with Green Book, I was criticised for that as well. I think if you do anything worthwhile, it's likely to be criticised. Do you think? Yeah. Look at Jesus Christ. Mm. Look at him. Is he up there? No. <laughs> I just looked at the gun. That's Admiral Atbar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Turn oh. that down. <laughs> oh. Um, he played a Saracen in Prince of Thieves. Do you know, the scene that stuck with me in that is the right at the beginning when they're in prison and they, they heat up the, the, what's the sword called? Excalibur. No, they have, it's like the type of sword that they use, don't they, the, the Saracens? Scimitar. Is it a scimitar? scimitar? Scimitar, would you say? I'd go with that. A scimitar and they heat it up in the, in the flames, don't they? And then they chop the hand off. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. That's quite a dark opening that, isn't it? It is for that film. Mm. Uh, well, it was the fucking Crusades. Yeah. Not a very nice time to be alive in the Holy Land. Some crazy... I remember um, watching a program about the Crusades. It was quite good. It was really good, actually. But some of the stories are just awful, aren't they? But even the people who were actually part of the Crusade, I think something happened where they were marching across... Basically, they're all just dying, you know. So there's probably only a third of them left, even before they got to raping and killing everybody in the, yep. in the Middle East. Um, and at one point, they basically somehow managed to overthrow a walled city, and then they they managed to sit out a siege when they'd taken over this walled city. But it's just death and destruction. It's just awful. Yeah, bloodthirsty, wasn't mm. it? And it was in southern Spain as well. What? The Crusade. Just in southern Spain? Well, they, they did, they southern did. Spain was a, a Muslim area. Oh, right, okay, to get rid of the, the Muslims, basically. Yeah, because they come from North Africa. Right, yeah. Over the, the Pillars yeah. of Hercules. Yeah. Straight of Gibraltar. And they, they, there was like a big oh, yeah. Muslim yeah. encampment. The Moors. Wasn't, the Moors, yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Yeah, so it was on two fronts as well, the, the Crusades. Right, so is that how it got they got rid of the, the Muslims out of... Spain was part of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like Spanish, French and British princes, essentially, right. running the Crusades. And uh, I only always thought of it of them going to like Jerusalem. Yeah, and taking I mean, Jerusalem. that's the main thing. That was the main thing they were fighting over. Mm. It's such a unique, unique place. It's the birthplace of fucking several of the main religions. Mm. So it's it's been fought over for thousands of years. Yeah. The Knights Templar mm. were uh, a part of the Crusades as well. Yeah. You've heard of these, haven't you? Yeah, it's in Assassin's Creed. Oh, he is a Knights Templar, isn't he? It's the baddies are the Knights Templars. Right. And then the assassins are the goodies, isn't it? Right. They were like warrior monks. They took vow of celibacy mm. and of um, not way poor. Porpsy, maybe? <laughs> a vow of porpsy? Mm-hmm. That's how it started, but they grew to be incredibly wealthy and powerful. Yeah. Because people would donate land to them. I think they're not, are they not still wealthy now? <laughs> they don't exist. Yeah, they do. The Knights Temple. Of course they do. <laughs> they fuck. They do. No, they sort of dropped off in history. They they run out of money. They, they overstretched and uh, it was like Enron. <laughs> <laughs> they fell, fell apart. Right. But it's an interesting story. I've, been, I've uh, not been reading. I'll tell you what... I, I've uh, been listening to an audio book. Ah, oh, right, okay. And it's a, it's by the guy who did that famous book about the plant Plantagenets. Oh, right, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he's done a book on the Templars. Right. So I started, I got the audio book because I've got about four credits. I always have credits ready to spend, so mm -hmm. I have so much audio books that I've not got to yet. It's are you for hours. Are you listening to it before bed? Mm-hmm. That's my bedtime routine is I put... The uh, audio book I'm listening to. How do you know when it, where to pick it up from the next I, day? It has a timer, mm -hmm. a sleep timer. For, so I set it for an hour. Right. So it doesn't run to the end of the book. It stops after an hour. What happens? But how do you, do you just have to remember where you fell asleep? I just go back and listen. I think, oh, I've heard this. And then I okay. It only takes a minute. But sometimes if I'm, if I don't listen to audio books, but if I'm watching a film or something, sometimes I'll fall asleep for like five minutes. Right then wake up a bit and watch a bit more. Really? <laughs> then fall asleep. That's called nodding off, isn't it? Yeah. You nod off watching films. Do you know what I miss really at the moment? And I've not done since my son was, my eldest son was born. Just have a nap on the sofa on a Saturday afternoon whilst final score's on. Yeah. I fucking love that. Um, you can't do what you want anymore. No, I can't do what I want anymore, no. Oh, this is the price of being a parent. Yeah, your priorities change. That's why we have me. You know, you have to make time. You have to make me time. Yeah, like that's why I do this, mm -hmm. or um, games night. Then that's you know your space. Exactly. You've fulfilled all your responsibilities. You've gone out to work. You come home, done dishwasher, med tea, put the kids to bed. You should be able to have a couple hours to yourself. Mm -hmm. Obviously, don't hog it because it's a, it's partnership. You have to sh share that time. So we alternate in our house. I take the kids to bed one night. She does the next night. We alternate who takes the kids to bed. And while one's taking the kids to bed, the other makes the packed lunches for the next day. Yeah. Who gets up in the morning now? Uh, both of us. Mm -hmm. I've recently implemented that because I didn't used to. <gasps> 
Um, cheeky bastard. Well, I'm trying, I'm, you know, implementing a change. Okay. So I am up now, uh, getting up time. Ugh, what time do you have to get up now? Um, it's just before seven usually. Seven, seven, something like that. That's what time my alarm goes off at quarters of seven. Yeah. Uh, just about get out of bed at about five past, ten past seven. Yeah, you need to make things for yourself. Do you alternate things like that? The wife, do you share the, spread the... Spread shopping? the load. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much at the moment. We used to. Used to sort of one get up in the morning, one get up in the eat, <coughs> do bedtime mm. and turn it round. But now one puts the baby to bed. One puts the older one to bed. And then... I get up in the morning and go and get him ready generally, get the older one ready and make his breakfast and make her <coughs> breakfast. And then I take the baby down and then uh, she has a shower. So it's, it gets messed up because of the baby, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, it throws a spanner in the routine. You have mm. to make a new routine. Yeah. So but it's calm, it'll calm down again once the baby, you know, can do stuff for itself. What about domestic chores? How do you sh- spread them out? Um, like what? Well, do you have set, you know, she does the washing, you do the cooking, she does the weekly shop, she you does, do some She else. does most of the cooking, right. I'd say. like. But you do most of the cleaning. I do most of the cleaning, yeah. Do you do the food shop together? Mm, sometimes. She does it more than me, I'd say. Well, she definitely does it more than me, and probably more than when we do it together. About laundry? I think I do that more. It sounds like a pretty even split. Mm. Yeah. It's not like how it was back in the day, is it? No. Uh, getting back to the thing where only men worked, aren't we? Exactly, yeah. Well, <coughs> so yes, we do. In the, yeah, it's been a long way around, but yes, we do work harder than our forebearers. Is that well, it? It took an hour to answer that question. Okay. Oh, we best, we best finish it. It's yeah, like, it's like... It's ten past ten. I know. I know. I've loads to go through as well. With more stuff. Loads, yeah. We have to just save it then for We next. didn't even get into paper straws properly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go. Adjourn. Wakanda forever. Peace. Fuck you. Have some more chocolate now. Yeah. Got loads. Yeah.